It's hard to tell. It's hard to tell, but (laughs) welcome to Fourth and Dirty. Now you can finally hear them. The intro is drowning, drowning you guys out. I feel Uh, drowned. I'd rather be drowned. Oh, oh God! Why? I ain't trying to drown. Uh, Trying to stay afloat. (laughs) (laughs) I'll explain in a minute. Okay, okay. Welcome to Fourth and Dirty. It's episode number forty-one of season two. Shortly going to be season three. Uh-oh, 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 uh-oh. Oh, yes, I can't wait. Episode 96. 96 for those keeping long count. Slip it back in and slip it out. <laughs> <laughs> slip it back in? Slip it back out. It is so August 16th. We're all back finally, but digital. Oh, We're yeah. back digitally. In the, the digital yes. world. The damn Rona. Yes, sir. Giving us a scare, so we're just being extra precautious. It's Excellent. me. It's me this time. So I got to go get tested. Oh It'll be fine. I, I'm vaccinated. I was already wearing a mask anyway, so I have literally zero concerns about it. Oh uh, yeah. I'm almost all the concerns. I'm almost tempted to lie, but concerns. that's just ignorant. So <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do that. But uh, Adam, welcome back, buddy. How you doing? I am back, and. Uh... For those of you who weren't paying attention, I was away last week because I had a work event in uh, Las Vegas. And now, and now I could solve the age-old argument. Which is worse? Is it the wet heat of Florida or is it the dry heat from the fucking desert? It's the fucking dry heat. It is Ouch. the worst. That's why I'd rather drown than fucking be uh, <clears throat> in the desert because I landed in Vegas on day one. It was 112 degrees. Oh, and oh, it did not matter oh, where oh, I stood. Oh, I, I want to throw like up. I, was, <laughs> I felt like I was in an oven the entire time. Um, to give you Floridians some perspective, remember if you go into your car for the first time in the day after it's been sitting out in the sun. Oh God! And it's that super heat. Imagine that just everywhere. That super Ooh. heat inside your car. It's just everywhere, and you can't escape it because. It's just that's just the way it is. Super heat. And it's the, way it is. the only the only caveat that I do like is that I am unable to sweat since there's zero moisture. Yeah, yeah, gone, <laughs> gone. <laughs> Your body uh, hoards uh, it all uh, in, and whatever does escape it instantly evaporates to the day star. It's the worst. That's the only thing they got. The only no thing. sweats, but you're you're basically you're basically <laughs> dead anyways. Oh my gosh! Uh, before we forget, where can you find us at on social media, Evan? Oh, yeah, I was about to throw it all up in there. But it's all good. We're all on a crazy-ass, crazy damn day of a fucking stream. But we're going to keep it all going. And we're going to Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at the fourth and dirty at gmail.com, as well as the fucking Spotify and the fucking Apple and the motherfucking Google. But we're gonna go all the way to the wonderful, all those podcast all players, all we're everywhere. Get it. We're here. We're there. Oh, yeah. We're everywhere. We're in your home. We can be in, in your car. World, back in there. Download <laughs> straight into your Tesla. I don't know how those things work, but you know, okay. right there. It takes like five minutes right by the time we post this shit tonight. <laughs> till the time it's in your fucking car. That's crazy. Mind blowing. It's called the uh, yeah. It's called the fourth and dirty mode on inner Tesla. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a hidden feature. Yeah, <laughs> uh, under the front seat. It tints and and puts the air filter into high engagement. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, but Evan, how are you doing, Betty? How's life? 
I am doing chilling, just uh, dirtying it up with you pre pre uh, record and uh, oh yeah, been doing that off for the last two days uh, with a crazy ass work week. You always and, working? Oh yeah, it's it's nonstop. I I got called in and it's just it was like a forty hour work week, but they only made me work like thirty eight, but they are just like extra on it, and it's like come on man. You know, I just want to work. <laughs> Killing you. Killing you. Oh, yeah. I had the opposite. Uh, I had a well, little uh, mini vacation. I uh, Oh, yeah. Unlike Adam, I had a show canceled. So I was like, peace. Fucking not. In, <laughs> I almost immediately left, but I was like, oh, let me let me ask. Let me ask. I am important to the company. But it was like later, oh, yeah. later that afternoon. I was like, yep, go home. I was like, bye. See you next week, fuckers. <laughs> left Straight up. and i just fucking chilled out dirtied up played some video games age of empires 2 yeah my eyes are <gasps> the definitive edition what nice. a, a definitive edition what oh hold up well, i played yeah there's, i play age of empires 2 hd sir yeah there's a uh, hd and then there's the definitive edition which is essentially the the 4k version oh man I, nice I, I got a fucking 4k uh gaming rig here i might fucking hell yeah it looks it, it's pretty awesome can you play it on PlayStation Five? No. Nice. <laughs> that, uh, that would be insane, right? <laughs> no, yeah. Probably not. Probably not. No. I would not want to play an RTS on a console, anyways. No, that would be the worst. I uh, uh, I I fucked up. I'm just real quick. I fucked up. I left one gap in the in my wall that I thought I had covered in a between a that in a cliff, and these fuckers came ripping into my world, and I was like. I almost should have just let him kill me because the game would have ended, but no. <laughs> I survived with like four people, escaped to one of the corners in the far distance, and then I rebuilt, and the game, yeah. t- and the game took fucking seven hours, but I won, motherfuckers. That's how, that's how we do it. That's how <laughs> I do it. That's how I do it. I built like eight layers of walls of protection to, to, to defend myself. I was like, get into this corner, you fucks. You look like Squidward. Yeah. Just, <laughs> fortress. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was all dirtied up, so I was like, "I ain't losing now, fucks!" Like, uh, you should just kill me when you had the chance. Oh, well, oh my god! All right, moving on to show news. Yeah, get it? All the listener leagues are filled up. The Semantics Listener bam, League, bam, bam, the, the bam, Fourth and bam. Dirty Listener League, Semantics, uh, all filled up. Shit took fucking four days. Animals, absolute savages. And then it Nasty. took, and then it took Tom George four days himself just to get into sleeper. Oh. I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm con- I'm I'm convinced he's just a bot that just likes to donate money to us. Oh my gosh. I've Ooh. never seen him, I've never, a sing- I've never seen him write a single thing. What if it's only for him he's only auto drafted the past two years. I'm assuming he's gonna auto draft this year. Oh yeah. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> I mean, immediately signs up and then just doesn't participate. And I don't understand what I, I'm convinced it's Travis. Like Travis has has this alter ego, Tom George. That just <laughs> just auto drafts. So he just sees what happens because he's just trying to fill up the league. But then I'm like, why would you make that headache for me, Travis? Do, have, like, do, we, do, do, do we have to make a uh, cork wall of strings and pictures to figure out? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got the cork. Is. I got the cork wall right fucking here, you guys. The board oh, behind yeah, us where we write our bets and stuff. I can fucking do. I can go like Charlie from It's Always Sunny and just <laughs> let me tell you <laughs> about the mail. Oh, oh yeah, all of it. Uh, with all semantics listener leagues, 24 players. We got you all separated into two leagues. We got the draft orders set. 
So now it's eight, oh, 18 days nice. away. 18 days away on uh, September 4th. Uh, League 1, you're at 1 p.m. League 2, you're at 4 p.m. Uh, if you need to adjust those, I'll try to accommodate, but it's obviously much more difficult now given draft order because that matters to people. Okay. Okay. Uh, what's going on with 4th uh, and Dirty, Evan? I, I saw the payment oh, link went yes. out. Oh, yeah. And then you pay. haven't paid. You haven't fucking paid into your own league, Commissioner. Is this a Ponzi scheme? Oh, <laughs> is this a Ponzi scheme for Evan? Yeah. Bitch. That's why I made a league save, because I have the due date to be before the, the first. The... That's smart. Smart. Uh, I'm probably going to do it like right right there with the, the Semantic League. Fucking well, September. Well, we're all in. We're all paid up, so we're good now. Oh, semantics, yeah, yeah. but but if the deadline's gonna be there, so people don't pay, of course. Crack I that will whip. Some people out, and we're gonna throw some people in because we're already freaking filling up. Even when we expand it to a twelve manner, filled up very quickly. Yeah, and was, it's like, <clears throat> god dang. That was immediate. Okay. Immediate. Immediate. I was yeah. Like, it wasn't. It wasn't like for more than a, like four hours. I swear. I was like, okay. Then now we're getting it. Yeah, so stay tuned. Uh, obviously, we got like the draft order, the actual draft. We still got to get it all scheduled out. So yeah, uh, I'll be doing that within this week, and then we'll send out. You're doing that all days. within Sleeper, right? That's your. That's what you're trying to everything do here. Sleeper, yeah. Okay, so everything's in Sleeper. We're sleeping yep. hard. Sleeping hard. We're sleeping hard. And didn't you say that uh, all your leagues are in Sleeper now? Oh, yes. Noise. I finally. Yeah, I also finally converted. Every single one of my leagues into sleepers. The uh, even that freaking uh, auction league that caused me so many problems the past two years. I was like, please, guys, please. It's so I'm much easier. You. Please stop. And <laughs> even after that, we had some resistance, but everyone's there now, and then we can all talk to each other because some people didn't even want to on that on that league. They didn't have any. Not everyone was on the uh, the chat. Uh, yeah, yeah. But now that we're all on sleeper, we could all chat finally. There you go. Boom. On one spot. That's why we love sleeper. <clears throat> Please sponsor us, sleeper. Oh yeah. Please. Plus. <laughs> we'll do whatever you want. Gosh. Adam will do we'll whatever you want. He's real pretty. He's got long pretty hair. <laughs> you can't see it, but he's making gestures. <laughs> um <laughs> We've got a listener email, guys. What? Oh, yes. Our girl Stevie from the yes. Semantics Listener League has emailed up, in. I love Stevie. She's awesome. Prints out shit. Give us, give it, give us your question. It's kind of long, and but... Uh, how wrong your question is. is she says she's... Uh, she had one in, like, years. I know, right? Give her the, give her the light. Give I, gave her a dissertate, I gave her a dissertation, so obviously we'll give her a much shorter answer, but she's... Uh, Hello, fourth and dirty crew. I've taught myself everything I know about fantasy football, but I've never actually looked into mock drafts, how they work, why you do them, you know, how do they help? I could Google it, but since you always are talking about it and no one ever emails, <laughs> I thought I would just <laughs> ask you. So I think, Damn. so she go, goes on to explain how she thinks it works, which is, it, it kind of is, you know, and, and the big thing with mock drafting and why you do it, why we talk about it, we have a mock draft episode coming up after we finish our uh, top 15 debates next week's wide receiver week after we got a fucking mock draft so <laughs> you'll be able to yeah, listen yeah. to us live talk it through but the main point of a mock draft is it helps when you have more set constraints like you know in semantics stevie you know i believe you have uh the third or fourth pick in in league one so now that you know oh, that yeah. 
it's very easy for you to go and mock draft. Go put yourself in the third slot and then just keep doing iterations. Just keep running them over and over and over and just see how you feel. You know, you're like, I told, I gave you an example, you know, of uh, why I'm keeping Kittle because I'm scared of, ti- of tight ends this year. And I'm, yeah. and I'm kind of leaning towards taking a wide receiver in that league because that's going to kind of be what falls to me more often than not. So if I just go for, if I take that plunge and then figure out running backs later, I, I actually feel better about my team. So they, it gives you just different scenarios. And that's why we love mock drafting. Do you guys want to add I anything? Um, yeah. So for me, it, it'll help me determine uh, different strategies that I want to play as. So say you have the third or third or fourth spot. Usually for me, you could uh, go either court or uh, running back wide receiver. You could play with, Okay. Oh well, I want to do a running back first, and you could do the. Um, my favorite strategy is the running back running back strategy. Where oh, buddy, he's crazy. Picks. Yeah, yeah. Your first two picks are oh running backs, God. and then you could spend the rest of your picks uh, building around that. Mm-hmm. Or you could mm-hmm. do the more balanced approach by doing a uh, wide receiver running back or running back wide receiver. Yep. Or you could go super crazy with Evan yep. and do yeah, two wide receivers. And yeah. just do, which is like three almost, this year. which is uh the no running back rule, which is you draft your running back slate, and you can continue doing those mock draft iterations and seeing how you like your team built based off of those results. And you could from there you could just choose. Well, I like the balanced approach. You like running back heavier approach, or you like wide receiver approach. It gives you more. Um, flexibility with your strategy that way instead of just going in blind and doing panic picks when a person a player that you think that you're going to have is not there and then you have to make a decision in two minutes i'm on about go ahead about it i feel it and in my heart i can (laughs) never get away from of course my wide receivers those are the those are the money makers, you know what I mean? I, I need those on my star team and me and Jesse we were doing the recording last week and I don't even know how we did it, but we did like three mock drafts out of nowhere before we recorded and I was just it's just a needed necessary thing because you need to make sure that you know what you're doing. You yeah. can't just go in there raw dogging it even though if you love to, but you can't. You can't. So you're gonna have to hold back. <laughs> you're gonna have to walk yourself through and you're gonna have to see what happens because yeah. sometimes it shows you a team that you love and sometimes it shows you a team that you know that you're gonna be in the toilet bowl of the year. You're gonna go 0 and eleven. Oh my god. Fucking eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh yeah, you know for I mean? sure. Oh yeah. Like straight up, get your shit together, do some mock drafts, y'all. And uh pro tip two weeks for that. <laughs> If anyone doesn't know, you know, when you draft on these platforms, those rankings that you see are their rankings. Those are their personal opinions. So if you have a player that you like more than what those rankings say, use that to your advantage. You know, that's what mock drafting lets you do. It lets you go, okay, I have uh, David Montgomery second rounder. Oh man, but you know he's falling to the third round because sleeper has him ranked there. That's a fucking pro move for you. You can go wide receiver, wide receiver, then take a running back. Boom, you've gotten everything you wanted, and you've got two great wide receivers because you knew you could game it because David Montgomery would fall to you. So 
That's why you mock draft, folks. That's why you mock draft. Oh, yeah. All right, guys, let's get into that NFL news. Oh, man, there's a oh, yeah. a body pileup. Good good news or yeah, bad news first? One? Good news or bad news first? Bad news. Bad news? Bad, bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah? Bad, we'll do bad news first. I'm getting on a high note. <laughs> Jordan Love has a has a shoulder injury, but the the MRI came back negative, so that's good, right? I guess. But shoulder injury. Uh oh. Rashad Bateman week to week with a groin injury. Now he's having core muscle surgery. Bye. Yeah, he's, he's, he's he's dead to me. Yep. He's dead to me. <laughs> Listen, core I'm muscle surgeries are no joke. Um remember uh, Deshaun Jackson had a core muscle surgery after very early in the year, mm-hmm. uh, like two or three years ago. And he was, he basically didn't play the whole year. He missed the entire um, season. He, yeah. He missed the entire season. Hopefully he's a lot more, uh, Bateman's a lot more, uh, you know, obviously he's younger. He, he'll be more sturdy, but right now he's, he's probably going to be going undrafted in most leagues. Oh, for sure. Whenever he gets back fully healthy. Yeah. Damn, that sucks. Melvin Gordon dealing with a groin injury. Uh-oh. Ouch. Let's go, Javante Boy. Williams. Rookie fever. <laughs> Rookie fever. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, if Melvin, Gordon tar- if Melvin Gordon's gone, I mean, that's a starting running back. That's fucking... Oh, yeah. That's primo, and he's going in like the fifth through seventh rounds, depending on your league. That's that a steal. Mike Davis had it last year. Evan, that's like a like perfect fucking running back for your bullshit Boy, that you like to play. All right. Yep. All right. Let's <laughs> talk about this guy. I'm tucking him in. So yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Anthony. You know, those, you know those are the people I pray on. <laughs> I know. I know. That's what I'm saying. You're, you're like, all right, here let we go. Let me get you in my office for a little bit. Let me suck on your blood and let me ride you. And then you're going to get out of my team once you shit in the bed. Yeah. <laughs> that's how it goes. Anthony Miller dislocated shoulder during the preseason game, got carted off the field. Oh, come on, man. Oof. Come on, man. DeAndre Swift missing significant practice time due to that groin injury. Uh-oh. DeAndre Swift, he ain't gonna be getting back to Swiftiness. Mm-mm. Come on, man. I mean, how much worse can the Lions get? Now they, now they don't even have the running back. <laughs> like, what the fuck oh, is going on there? It's, it's going to be the uh, Hawkinson show. That's what it's gonna be. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the one, he's, one left. He's, uh... Yeah, he's a uh, he's really high on whiteboards. He's Smitty Werger Jagerman Jensen. <laughs> uh, let's yes. see here, Darren Waller ankle injury. Quote: It's not concerning. Uh, it's not not yeah, concerning. Said, Don't worry about it. Don't worry about I'm it. I'm worrying about it, bitch. You <sighs> know why? Because I'm crazy. Hunter Henry <laughs> expected to miss more more than a couple weeks. Uh-oh. Boy, I'm like, oh my gosh, they gonna cut his ass. <laughs> no. Elijah Moore is now also hurt. Oh god. My baby, um, my boo, my darling. This, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited. He was probably one of my he's probably my favorite wide rookie wide receiver oh, out, yeah. of those, uh, out of the groups. But um yeah, it's uh, put a put a wet blanket on me injuries. Yep. Zach <laughs> Zach Moss one day at a time with a hamstring injury, all the hype and now it just and you know what happens with hamstrings. Uh, nope, nope, yeah, nope. Damn, with uh, Devin Singletary, will just be like, hey, I'm here. And he'll be like, all right, we'll draft you. And then he'll be like, hey, here's your disappointment. <laughs> yeah. Well, I do have some good news uh, on the injury front. Curtis Samuel exactly. back from the pop list. That's fucking good. I like to hear yes, that. Yes, I need that. 
Amari Cooper passes his physical and is removed from the pup list. Hell yeah, that's fucking great. I mean, City oh, Lamb's shit. draft yeah. capital was ridiculous. It was like just slowly climbing up almost to the All third right round. There. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. This is absolutely fucking ridiculous. Cause da- Drop down. And good news as well, Dak Prescott, uh, his shoulder MRI was positive. He had another one this last week, but he's now practicing in, yes. a, in a limited fashion. So Yes. Ooh. Interesting that they found something, but he is practicing versus last time it was allegedly negative and he wasn't practicing. Ouch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They got to make up their minds. Yeah. And then Saquon Barkley comes off the pup list and practice today, Monday. What's First up? Time. Do you feel you feel better, Adam? You feeling the tinglies? I feel I feel great as long as. Uh... <sighs> Danny Dimes doesn't throw interceptions to his own team. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah, see that oh, yeah. Video? Uh, uh, it's terrible. Absolutely even terrible. It looked like a miscommunication uh, between the, him and the wide receiver. It was it was real bad. Um, luckily, if the offensive line is too te- is terrible enough, he'll just dump it off to Saquon, and we'll just rack up those uh, PPR points. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. All right, getting into the rest of the news. Uh, Matt Nagy reiterating that Andy Dalton is QB1, shitting all over Emmett's dreams about Justin Fields. It's some, it's some bullshit, bro. <laughs> Literally not going to happen. But then, you know, like... like he's he, he was the one that performed the most week one in preseason. It's probably nothing, bro. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm saying something out of nothing, bitch. Well, that's what that's what kind of what they're saying is, you know, like they he needs more reps, but they love his arm. So it's like... Why are they just gonna die in the cross that it's Andy Dalton week one and it just has to be this way and then something else can he happen? Holding himself from it, he's just like yeah. waiting and then he's gonna spring it on everybody later. He's like, ah, I got it. <laughs> I mean, speaking of, uh, Doug Peterson has been spotted at Bears practice. I mean, they're gonna bring uh, another oh, offensive God. mind back because Matt Nagy's garbage. Oh, Let's be real. Uh, <laughs> Matt, be Matt Nagy and Doug Peterson together needed to much be better. Said. Much better. I don't know. Yes. Yes. Miami going to confuse everybody. It's now a three-back committee. Dead. That whole that whole offense is dead to me. Oh, yeah. Already? You guys were all about it. Oh, I was. I was about Miles Gaskin, who didn't yeah. even get to start mm-hmm. during the preseason game. So now it's Malcolm Brown? Uh, dead. They're all dead to me. Yep. Adam dead. 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 There's even fewer wow. running backs I trust oh, now. Gosh. Yeah, my only, yeah, my only hope is the uh, the rookie that they drafted in tight end stays injured, and we can have uh, my boy <laughs> come back from the dead. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I mean, we got a couple uh, other uh, controversies. The Chargers are going to use a variety of running backs. I, uh, I don't believe that. I, yeah, I don't know what the fuck I don't that. that. That that's a. I think that one's a straight up straight up lie. How about this one? So... Jags haven't decided on a QB yet. It's still an open competition. That one oh is God. also a lie. <laughs> I don't know what Urban Meyer is doing, but uh, well, he's pulling his wrong. bullshit college crap that he thinks is going to work, but it doesn't at all. This is the same Pete Carroll crap that he does in Seattle, where he's just like, "Oh, I fucking love this player," and it doesn't mean anything because it's just all talk and no action. Like, you just watch the yeah. games. That's the only way to fucking tell. Uh, Falcons signed to something else. Falcons signed De- Deonta Foreman. Uh oh, is, is Mike Davis secure? I, a, I think I think there was a slight update to that story too, where <laughs> because of that signing, yeah, 
Um, what is it? Is it? No, never mind. I'm thinking of the. I'm thinking of uh, New Orleans. Ignore that. Okay. But, yeah. um, I don't think this is anything really. No, 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 definitely not. It's probably a, a camp body. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Rams. Yeah, super back up. Oh, yeah. Same with this. I mean, Jalen Hurts heavily targeting Gadarin Ertz over in Philadelphia. Obviously, there's no healthy wide receivers. So, duh. Yeah, he's going to mm-hmm. throw it to the two tight ends. Oh, bitch. Yeah, like, who, uh, yeah. who else would he throw to? The, the forever eroding sandcastle. <laughs> yeah, just... <laughs> fucking, fucking useless. And then uh, the Rams are now all in on Daryl Henderson. P- make it fucking mine. I mean, they didn't, sign, <laughs> they didn't sign anybody, so... They didn't, I they didn't. they're going to have to. I think, I think the real truth that people have ignored is... They're going to probably use him for first and second down and use somebody else for third down. So he'll get the majority of the work, but not yeah. enough to warrant more than a fifth round pick to me. Like, you're not going to get a full, you're going to get a, a crappy RB2 that you hate every week. Ouch. Good to know because I ain't taking it. That's what I, that's just my, at least in my opinion <laughs> of, of it. Like, it seems like they're going to end up passing more because of this. Yes, give us oh, yeah. give us five thousand yards, Matt Stafford. So my yeah, exactly. My precognition one year early <laughs> bia of Matt nasty. Stafford will come to fruition now. <laughs> yeah, if you somehow get that on the nail with like some fucking nasty MVP type year from him, that'd be disgusting. Just w- one year now, you know? one one year too early. One year too early. <laughs> one year too early. And, oh my god! All right, guys. Moving along in our top 15 debates. We saved this just for when Adam got back. It's the running back edition. Oh, yeah. And no surprise whatsoever. Christian McCaffrey coming at number. I'm sorry. Christian McQuackfrey. I have to say it the correct way. Okay. Coming in at number one. But only Adam gave him another number one ranking. Both Evan and I gave him second. Yeah. So he's I'm trash. Your your garbage. Your opinion is <laughs> stupid. No, okay. <laughs> oh Obviously, it, this is not very super controversial. I mean, I got a second. I mean, two, one. Adam, why why do you have yeah. that number one? What's what's your argument here? Okay, so uh, you know, last year he only played three games with his ankle injury, but all three of those games he was still. Like a top three running back. For Fact. He probably was, I think. Two, six, it, it, it two. <laughs> Disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. So it didn't, it didn't yes. matter. Yeah. Um, and he played that way. <clears throat> Teddy Bridgewater, which is not really, he's in, he's a serviceable quarterback. I think he'll be much better equipped now with uh, Darnell. Oh, yeah. Darnold, Sam Darnold. I don't know why I call him Darnell, but um, <laughs> that's his name now, Sam Darnell. <laughs> Sam Darnell, the Ghost Hunter. And you know, since he wasn't essentially wasn't playing almost all of last year, he has, he's going to be having fresh legs. Um, he, he's going to be he's a true workhorse quarter, uh, running back. He's oh, going to yeah. be he's going to be great. I'm going to. I don't think there should be uh, barring injury. I don't think there he should he should return back to form to being the number one. Uh, running back. That's really my pass. only gripe of why he's at two instead of one is just the yeah. the double injury concern from last year. It's like, all right, I'm just Great, uh, slightly tempered girl. expectation. Just he's likely mm-hmm. going to be perfectly fine. 
He's been dominant every other year of his career. Uh, one, three, eleven, and fantasy finishes. You know, like Ain't go wrong with that. Like Adam said, he finished top three in the ga- three games he did end up playing last season. So like it, it's you you know what you're gonna get. It's more it's very interesting. You know, with Sam Darnold there. Terrence uh, Marshall Jr., who apparently has been on fire in camp. Apparently, there's hucking targets at him. So that seems like mm-hmm. a very sleeper offense. You know, they still have a garbage ass defense, and then you have this kind of se- <laughs> no. Honestly, you have a, you have a garbage defense, and you have a mm-hmm. semi potent offense. That's yeah, fantasy yeah. glory. That's fantasy glory there. So why n- why not Christian McCaffrey? Yeah. Why he not? Is, yeah, he's he's yeah he is one of those running backs that is essentially matchup proof because they'll oh, just yeah. dump off the ball to him. Absolutely, absolutely. Coming in at number two, Dalvin Cook. Not much of a surprise. Uh, I, I got him at number one. Adam's got him at number two. Evan, you've got him at number three, disparaging the man. So outlandishly out of character. <laughs> I guess I guess I'll defend Dalvin Cook since I've got him at one, and then Evan can defend his number one. Uh, yeah, because one of my uh, concerns is essentially the same concern you had about CM- CMC is injury only two games uh, versus what's 10 12 last season for uh Mm -hmm. for homeboy there but uh i'm not i'm not as concerned about you have every right to have those concerns and put them at two versus one for you know for christian i I, i'm not gonna argue with you about that the reason i am liking dalvin a little bit more to be quite honest is you know Fantastic body of work last season. Pretty much a top 10 running back every single week for you. They spent a lot of money improving the defense. So I see a team that's going to be winning games. And when they start winning games, they're going to start pounding the ball. Dalvin Cook. Mm-hmm. You know, they've, they've shown Alexander Madison is straight dog shit. Sorry, bro. <laughs> Just so you can't rely on. So the, the, I feel like that the injury concern for Dalvin should be put out of your mind. You know, that, that defense is better, better offensive line, Adam Thielen, Irv Smith Jr. You know, none of this Kyle Rudolph bullshit anymore. I think they have a potent pass offense, a great run scheme, and they're, he's going to get probably 20 touches a game, almost guaranteed. Mm-hmm. So that's why I got him at number one. I think he's, it's hard to argue against the consistency you're going to get with him in this grand scheme of, you know, and he catches the ball, which, you know, in half PPR leagues gives them that advantage over our next guy coming at number three, Derek Henry, where Evan's got him. Evan's got it. Evan's got him at number one. Adam's got, I've got him at three. Adam's got him at five. So this is where the, the split starts coming here real big. So Evan, why do you have him at one? Because he's the fucking <clears throat> super chain, Derrick Henry. Oh, he is a monster. He is the monster of all, all monsters. I'll steal it. The monster of all men, you know what I mean? Okay. With the running backs. And it's just his breakout year. The team is set up for the onslaught of making the history of Tennessee something other than nothing because there was nothing before Derrick okay. Henry. And he's having nasty over 1,000 freaking yard season easily. And then he's wanting to, of course, we already know that he's getting them 2,000s, but we already so, know about regression because Jesse already, I already feel Jesse looking at me with the regression. Don't look at Adam. Adam's <laughs> waiting to rip you a new butthole because he's got him at five. Adam, he's like, he's like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> 
I'm like, there is nothing else but Derrick Henry to go through that ceiling because now they have Julio Jones. Defense is going to be fucking dying mm. when they're going against that offense. I'm telling you. We said Aaron. I said, and I said, I don't know about, I don't know about that defense, but I'll, I'll let Adam rip you a new one. Okay, so, so Derrick Henry already went for over two thousand yards last year. Oh man, you know? yeah. <clears throat> and you know he was he was number three overall for PPR purposes. Um, he scored seventeen touchdowns last year as well, which is an astonishing amount in this day and age for running backs. So, if you're saying he's gonna be even better than last year are you assuming he's gonna he's not gonna be catching in any balls essentially um he only caught let me see here he only caught 19 balls last year he's probably gonna be about the same especially with julio jones in town oh yeah um, so you're expecting derrick henry to rush even more have like 20 plus touchdowns in order for him to like get that get to that number one is that what you're maybe, maybe trying to say? 20 plus but i'm definitely seeing him get at least 15 easily with TDs and I could see I could those, see those, fifteen. He breaks for big rushing yards. He breaks for fucking seventy five yards, even ninety nine somehow. Mm-hmm. I don't know yeah. even know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Nobody knows how he does it, but he just does it with those legs and those arms. I don't, I don't doubt into the shadow realm. Yeah, I don't doubt that. It's just that you know he already scored seventeen touchdowns last year, and with being number three overall. So if you're saying if he's gonna only score fifteen touchdowns this year, it's Something's gonna give. He's gonna have to increase the amount of rushing yards in order to compensate for the decrease in touchdowns. Maybe he catches so the, only, the ball more. Uh, I think he's gonna get. That's more the only. Ball. That's the only way I could see him being number one is if they're like, "Hey, guess what? Now he's catching fifty balls this year." You know, he had thir- He's been rising in targets year over year, not by a lot. You're talking like plus five <laughs> targets every season. But yo, know, thir- yeah. so he had thirty-one targets last season. Mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah. If you give him, he's got a 61%. No, he's got a 77% catch rate. That's fucking amazing, actually. Wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> I didn't realize it was that good. I'm telling you, bro. Uh, yeah, if he gets something like 45 targets, I could see him being close in that contention for one, like right there. You know, and, depending, and it all depends on what happens with Dalvin and Christian. Re- realistically, those are the only three <laughs> Both people. Of our boys just just shits the bed and gets injured. Uh, maybe. That's usually the only you know. I mean, that's the only yeah. thing is Derek doesn't miss games. Our guys do. Yeah. Alvin Kamara misses games. Ezekiel Elliott missed the whole year. Dalvin Cook sometimes misses some games. Christian McCaffrey definitely misses some games. You're really going to tell me you're going to put Derek Henry at five and you really expect like yes, Alvin Kamara and Ezekiel Elliott to do much better than that monster? Oh, I don't know about that, my guy. <laughs> Listen, the, the reason uh, I have three other running backs ahead of uh, Derrick Henry. I guess if we're going to transition over to him, yes, number I guess our number four yeah. running back would be Alvin Kamara overall. Um, I have Alvin ranks the highest at three. Both of you have him at number four. The reason why I select uh, selected Alvin Kamara is actually quite a few reasons. Um, number one, obviously, is he catches the ball. I mean, every year he's had he's averaged over a hundred, a hundred targets. He averages more targets in one year than Derrick Henry has averaged in his whole career. He's had okay. 81 receptions so, yeah, for four straight years. It's, it's oh, retarded. Even better. Since you, since you brought up the wide receiving core. So what wide Owens, receiver core, what wide receiver? There core? is, there is what, with Michael receiver? Thomas dead. 
Uh, there is no one else to really catch the ball. If you think Adam Troutman is going to do anything in terms of taking funneling away any any sort of uh, targets, no. Alvin Kamara is going to be the end-all, be-all <laughs> offense for this team. And, damn, you're going to make me change my rankings for Alvin Kamara now, actually, to be honest. Oh, but um, do it. <laughs> Fucking he was the number one running. He was the number one running back last year, and uh, I think he has an easy path to become the number one. Uh, uh, now, this year. now, don't uh, forget, don't forget, Alvin Kamara invented the Beyond Nuclear Fantasy game, the Beyond <laughs> yeah. Tyreek Hill, the six touchdown. It won fucking rob a fucking championship and I have to look at that stupid trophy every day at fucking work now because he got fucking lucky because he got fucking lucky like that's why Alvin Kamara is one I just want to point that out yeah and you know when you were talking about Derrick Henry oh he scored a career high 17 touchdowns last year well Alvin Kamara scored 21 last year oh there's still already the the, the touchdown advantage as well um a lot of touchdowns I really love Alvin he's probably my, he's my personal favorite, even though he's on the goddamn Saints. Um, but I just have him at number at number three because I think you know Christian McCaffrey and Dalvin Cook they're more balanced and better offenses than the Saints at, are at this moment. I've got him. Yeah, I've got him at four no. because no, I'm cons- I'm concerned that um, goddamn it, what's the white boy's name? The quarterback. Taysom Hill. Hill. (laughs) I'm concerned. Yeah. (laughs) I'm concerned that, you know, where Alvin Kamara thrives is within the red zone. You know, he's he's integral to that Sean Payton offense. And Mm -hmm. when they get down in there, I'm concerned that Taysom Hill is going to vulture a couple of those rushing touchdowns away from Alvin Kamara. So he's, he's good. You know, he had, Eight, uh, what was it? Sixteen touchdowns on the ground last season. That that's one less than Derrick Henry. You know, he had five five through Damn. the air. So like, where if he if you if he drops a couple touchdowns to Taysom Hill, he can't be number one. That's not going to happen. You know, he's going to have to make that up in yep. in his PPR work. He's already getting eighty one goddamn receptions a season. Like, w- how many more is yeah, he going to get? And I don't think he's going to get that many targets. A hundred fucking seven targets last year in that offense. The offense is fucking garbage now with no Michael <laughs> Thomas. Like they're just gonna stack the box on on Alvin. I just I, I, I just don't see I think, a clear path to one this year. Top five, sure, I mean, but not one. I I could I could well you could just think of Alvin Kamara this year compared to CMC like two years ago where there was just nothing but. CMC and he was the number one overall running back that year. That's um, fair. He had only he only had like a rookie in DJ Moore and a rookie in Curtis Samuel. Like not nothing. They weren't like broken out wide receivers yet. So you know, Alma Kamara. He has he's had the track record to prove it. I find no reason to doubt his work at this mm-hmm. point in his career. So I can't see him going any less than number three in my rankings we also also on on the saints uh i know that we're talking about facing hell but also james winston over here is gonna be robbing some time i feel like because he makes something out of nothing with any wide receiver when they don't have any wide receivers he's gonna still suck it and throw it and people are gonna catch it it's not gonna be alvin kamara i can say that again so you say that 
talking to a Bucks fan that had to deal with Jameis Winston for four or five years. So I love how much so you guys are arguing. Went. Mr. Crab Legs. So, yeah, obviously James is going to have a, a whole bunch of uh, turnovers, which is fine. It does not affect the offense at all, to be honest. If anything, it helps the offense play faster because they have to play catch-up all the time. So with Alvin Kamara being the only piece of the offense available to them, uh, it's just going to help Alvin even more. So... Thanks, Saints fans, for uh, taking that burden off of off of me. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> oh god! Coming in at number five, Ezekiel Elliott. <laughs> I got him at five. Adam at four. Evan at six. So we're all like, we're all right there. We all pretty much believe I'm that. Hesitant. What are you hesitant about, Evan? Got him at six. I'm hesitant of him getting another injury, man. Like, huh? come on, man. Oh, I, I, I ain't about that. Like you got paid. You should have got healthy, massage, rest, <laughs> and you're out here making commercials and doing shit you're not supposed to do because it's not football related. I need someone to be resting while you're off season and practicing full speed when you're fucking practicing. When it comes to preseason, tough titties, but tough titties, bitch. I don't give a fuck. Start working. Ezekiel Elliott, I know that was it was a hard year last year because of Dak, but and I'm sick and tired of hearing uh, I'm pretty sure excuse me, everybody's pretty sure that we're all sick and tired of the fucking Cowboys will be this year. And it, shut up. Nobody cares about the Cowboys. Get your shit together. Get me a track record more than Three appearances in playoffs in the less than then fifty years, pretty much. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so get shit together. So you said something. I don't see it. So you said something actually really uh, that I want to focus in on. You said nobody cares about the Cowboys this year, which is actually a good talking point for me because uh, I think Ezekiel Elliott will be a very sneaky kind of uh, running back. Sneaky. Oh yeah. Yeah, because sure. he's he's not going to be top five drafted. Because of no. all the things you just said, but I, you know, remember the weeks that Dalvin, or not Dalvin, that Dak was in, he was top five running back. Um, that whole offense just tanked um, in terms of their production. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and he was still serviceable through most of that that turmoil. Um, they have been saying in preseason and in training camp that he's looked the best they've ever seen. Um, you know, Dak is back with, you know, he's not, he's going to be on the field. That whole offense. If Dak makes it past week five, then I'll talk, okay? Because I need him to be healthy. I need him to be sturdy. And I need him to be like the Iron Giant with his freaking ankle, mm-hmm. not breaking. So with okay. that, yeah. So <clears throat> even with all of the terrible offense that they went through last year, Zeke still was a top 10 running back. Like, He's not gonna be disparaging anymore, but uh, I think, you know, it's just it's just it is just gonna come down to whether or not uh, Dak is gonna be healthy, which I think he'll be fine. I don't really I don't like to project for injury. Um, that's why I have him at four, um, but it's like a sneaky four. Like he's gonna be. I mean, he's like one oh one oh eight. I'm gonna have to be. <clears throat> yeah. 
So he's in that back third of the first round. So like you know you're picking between like him, Adams, like Nick Chubb, like I have I have no problem hitting Zeke. Boom, like you know even in a bad year. Last year was bad, like as bad as it can get. I I've got him pegged uh, according to my rankings, number eleven, but eleven, ten, still a, a top twelve running back. So that makes him an RB one. So I guess the real question is. If it's another bad, bad season, you're not going to be happy if you spend a first round pick on him. Hell no. For. But if he gives you a good yeah, season, true. you know, two, five, four, he's very capable of giving you, you know, he. Th- it it seems like if he doesn't get 300 plus carries, he's not going to get you beyond, you know, top seven, it looks like. Yeah. You know, last season, no, yeah. 244 <clears throat> attempts. You know, his last bad season, 242 attempts. You know, every other season, 322, 304, 301 were all top five performances. So he needs mm-hmm. more touches. He needs Zeke needs to eat, if, to be quite honest. I hate <laughs> I hate it. And I want to how much is Tony Pollard gonna cut into that Zeke needs to eat? Not at all. Uh, I'm like, you don't think so? No, no. Okay. Not at all. Uh, he's right. if it's, he's it's not if he's not injured, he's just a handcuff. He's a high value handcuff. That's it. I mean, Amari's Amari's healthy. So think about it. Amari, (laughs) CeeDee Lamb, and Michael Gallup, Blake Jarwin. Mm. Mildly improved defense, but still garbage. So you can shred them up and down. And again, that's just what we talked about with Carolina. So this is an even better offense with a a crappy defense. So something's going to happen. Someone's going to (laughs) score. I still think Zeke's worth a first-round pick, and you don't really need to sweat it too much. I think it's going to be a good season, nonetheless. Yeah. Coming in at number six, Aaron Jones. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. I got him at six. Evan's got him at five. Adam's got him at eight. All right, Adam, explain yourself. Explain yourself. Explain yourself. (laughs) I think people should not discount the effects that A.J. Dillon is going to have on this team. Okay. Okay. Um, A.J. Dillon is a monster of a man. He is <laughs> what I think the next Derrick Henry. Derrick um, Henry he is, that's how that's how huge this man is. Um you know Aaron Jones he scored so many times. So uh, many last last year. Um, and, and even yeah even the year before that as well. Um this is probably gonna be his last hurrah in terms of being a top ten Running back with Ooh, uh, spicy because uh, with uh, Aaron Rodgers essentially having a last year in Green Bay. Oh yeah, um, big time. But uh, my reason why he's so he's so low, lower than you guys <clears throat> comparatively is I think a- a- AJ Dillon is going to be vulturing a lot of the touches um, with uh, in this offense. And that's that scares me enough to have him where I have him. <laughs> scares you. Oh, I saw God. him in there was like two drives during the playoffs against the Bucks where they took off Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon was just basically essentially destroying the team. Like if they decided to sit Aaron Jones for the rest of the game, they probably could have won because oh AJ Dillon was just tearing up that Bucks defense. He is a big so dude. much. Big dude. Um, big dude. Yeah. That's I'll why keep my I, eye on that one, because uh, I always like to see that. 
<laughs> I mean, I think the thing with Aaron Jones, and you have every right to be cautious, Adam, given given AD yeah. D- Dylan is, you know, there really isn't a good second receiving option in Green Bay beyond Devonta Adams, so that lends itself to what what someone you named an Alvin Kamara. What's better than one Alvin or two? So he's got that same explosiveness. And I doubted him last season after that number two finish in 2019. And I think it's wrong to doubt him again. And he'll likely end up the season. But here's here's where things... This is like a break in, in running backs. You know, even though we were arguing up through top five. Those guys are much more consistent. Aaron Jones is not consistent. So this is where... You're going to have that problem of, you know, Aaron, Aaron Jones is going to be all over the place, up, down, up, down, up, down. You know, you saw that lack of consistency when we, we were looking at Alvin Kamara and, um, you know, mm-hmm. Ezekiel Elliott as well. So I think ultimately that's why Aaron Jones is starting to fall. And, and that's why our rankings are so disparate of him. You know, Adam's got him at eight. And that makes perfectly logical sense to me. 100%. Yeah. Coming at number seven, Nick Chubb. I mean, what's there to say? He's a fucking monster of a man. Dominant. Cleveland wants to run the ball, so we know exactly what's going to happen. needs to run the ball. (laughs) Even with missing four games, he still ended up, I believe, a top 10 running back. My my website's loading. (laughs) Number uh, number nine last year. Number nine. So that's still fucking great, you know. Really stunk stunk it up the first part. But when he came back, Pretty fucking dominant. Hell yeah, he's great. He just yeah, he just signed a uh, extension with the oh, team. So he's, yeah. he's locked and loaded. I think you know Nick Chubb is falling in rankings this season because Kareem Hunt is still there. I think everyone is rightfully concerned about Kareem because Kareem Hunt also finished as a top twelve running back. You know, very very high. We got some very usable weeks out of him when Nick Chubb was injured. So I get it. I get why people are concerned, but. Definitely next year, Nick Chubb is going to be amazing because Cream Hunt will be gone. You saw they made the commitment to Nick Chubb. So I guess the concern is he's not going to get much passing work. So he's very limited to, you know, OBJ's back, alleged, you know, supposedly. So, supposedly. you know, <laughs> I still think he's trash and he's been washed for years, but. Oh my gosh. He's dying on the hill. I much prefer uh, Derek the Hero got me on Jarvis Landry a few months ago, and I think he's got some very solid points on why Jarvis Landry will be more dominant because they don't want Baker Mayfield to throw the ball. <laughs> so true. OBJ is a distraction. Jarvis Landry underneath, and they just want to run. They you know they got they spent even more money and more draft capital on the defense. It's. Talk about a ground and pound type of team. Ground and pound. So, you know, talk about Derrick Henry style shit. Like, if Nick Chubb can get a couple touchdowns, you know, make a couple big breaks, I don't see why he can't be, you know, he's definitely going to be a top 10 running back. I don't see why he can't ascend finally above to five. But he's going to, you know, 12, eight touchdowns. He's going to need that 15, 16, 17 if he wants to be in that conversation. That's going to be something seeing it from him. Oh, yeah. And if he does that, oh my god, that's gonna be one of the most disgusting years in fantasy ever. You're gonna like, why didn't I oh, fucking yeah. draft Nick Chubb? You know, and he's going 108 as well. So you're Nick Chubb or uh, Ezekiel Elliott? You know, Aaron Jones. Like, who are you picking there in the back half of that first round? For me, I'm picking Aaron. 
I'll take Zeke. See, like I prefer Zeke. Like I feel like he's the more relied upon option, but maybe maybe Nick Chubb is the more reliable one. Maybe we shouldn't discount that and shouldn't be maybe we shouldn't be worried about Kareem Hunt. I think he should. You know, he's gonna take all that passing work, guaranteed, if there is any. Yeah, although sure. although Nick Chubb can catch. He had this sick like over the shoulder pass, uh it was like 2019 or some shit. It was just disgusting. You're like, oh my fucking god, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. uh, falling all the way to number eight, Saquon Barkley. Oh man, he, this is interesting. I got him, I got him at nine. You guys both got him at seven. Uh, uh, yeah. I'm concerned about these uh, quote unquote injury problems. You know, we we had some good news today off the pup, so that's good. You know, these rankings. That, I didn't have an updated for that, so maybe he moves up like a slot. Boy, but I'm gonna tell you right now, he is the heart and soul of the New York Giants. Right oh now. yeah, for sure. Tell me, tell me someone else that's gonna get them to anywhere, because I'm gonna hold my breath and pass on and die, because there's nobody else. Daniel so Jones is Garbaggio. Oh yeah, he needs to get his ass out of his own ass. <laughs> and <laughs> and get your shit together, bitch. Like Saquon needs to show up, and I feel like he's gonna be putting so much on his back of that team. And hopefully, his need is not but explode again. Yeah, so I think. Uh, that. Yeah, so I would have ha- I would have him higher if Daniel Jones wasn't the quarterback of that team. Oh yeah. Um, there's a reason why they call they there's. He has a fun, he has a huge fumbling problem. If it wasn't for Jameis Winston, he'd be like the leader in turnovers the past few years. Oh, Uh-oh. for sure. <clears throat> um, and unlike a team that Jameis can, uh, unlike a team that Jameis is leading, you know, his offensive mind isn't as uh, quick, and he he's has trouble scoring the ball, and that is a problem if he can't move for the offense. Um, also, there are a lot more weapons this this year for uh, the Giants, you know, with the addition of uh, Kenny Galladay and uh, they drafted Tadarius Tony, mm-hmm. Kadarius Tony, excuse me. Um, the small pool sample is just going to get like spread even thinner. So the, all those dump offs, yeah, he'll get those dump offs, but they're not going to be as frequent as he had it in like his rookie or sophomore year. Oh my god, um, rookie year, 121 targets. Sophomore year, precipitous drop to 73 targets. Yeah, that was the year where he had that high ankle sprain. And yeah, came back like three weeks later, like a goddamn animal. Yep, should, um, probably should have not done that. <laughs> to be honest, yeah, that, that yeah probably, that's yeah. probably why the bigger injury happened. Man. Yeah, fucking. Um. You know, I think he's going to have a very slow start to the season coming mm-hmm. off that ACL. Agreed. Um, it's going to be, you know, I have him as my keeper, but I'm not going to say that here. I'm like, oh, I've, I've already won the season. Because I, if I play him week one and I get like five points, it's going <laughs> to be, it's gonna be like, screen. yeah, it's going to be really bad. So, like, even so though, but people have to make that decision. He's going in like the top of the first round. You know, and, like six, seven. Like, are you ta- and, Are you comfortable you know, this, with that? All right. So, th- so this situation is what I want to bring up. What we talking about mock drafting, um, seeing whether or not if you mock draft, if say take take a Saquon Barkley at wherever spot that you drafted him, and see how the rest of your team 
uh, filters out. Um, and also for um, draft season, we could we always recommend that you draft as late as possible. Um, so for all of you who have drafted already, you know this is a lot. This is a stressful time of year for you. But oh, yeah. I'm gonna take the fact that Saquon Barkley is an exception to like the health rule, where his body is just heals really quick and he's coming. He comes up comes back really stronger i think he could take on the dalvin cook kind of role where not role but situation where you know dalvin cook tore his acl rookie year came back next the year right after and he was just as great so i think he's going to be that type of a quarterback or running back <laughs> yeah coming in at yeah. number nine austin eckler i'm hyped i'm so hyped for austin eckler <laughs> Um, I feel I feel like my eyes are looking at him. I, I like I like what he's producing out of that team because there's not much out of that team. <laughs> well, I, th- like I him fucking Mike Williams. Uh, you let me know. Come on, man. I mean, he had the the injury last year, so he wasn't as yeah. you know fancy. You know the knee hamstring weirdness. <clears throat> I, I don't know, but. And then he was kind of like roller coastery through the through the end of the season, and I think some of that oh, yeah. had to do with you know they trying to figure out the running back situation. You know, they they made some comments today, but I think it's very obvious that you know if given a full season, Austin Eckler is going to end up as a top ten running back. So that mm-hmm. you know yeah. if you're taking him, you know two o two, you know if you go wide receiver running back, pff, that's a win in my book. Like that's. More times than not, Austin Eckler is on my team as my running back in the second round because I go wide receiver. Yep. Take him off. Take Austin Eckler, and then I'm very content with understanding that I'm going to have a top ten running back, but not a top five running back. And there's a very big difference yeah. between those two. Big ass difference. Yeah, I could see Austin uh, hitting like the number five spot if things go well with him oh yeah like, remember remember when he was uh fully healthy uh with uh phil rivers he was the number four running back overall in ppr yeah he caught the ball oh, man i think it was like 90 something times he was basically a wide receiver in the running back spot yeah it was it was it was insane how many times he caught 108 targets he had fucking 132 touches on the ground as well you know that's not where he makes his money you know he's only going to get you about 130 touches tops on the ground. You know, yeah. it's those targets. You know, if they utilize him, well, that's what we're hoping here. We're pontificating. You think Herbert's gonna throw it to him? I think so. I think you know they've got Allen, they've got Jared Cook there, they've got people to to spread the field down and, and open yeah, it up they, and allow Austin Eckler to drop in underneath. Yeah, right, the, now you got me yeah. breathing again. The, that's yeah, the, uh, yeah, the, the games that he was fully healthy in last yeah. year, he was. Fucking mint. He was great. He was. Yeah. There was nothing essentially. You know, he. There was nothing to make you think that he is not going to be just as good with uh, the Herbot. Oh, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Coming in at number ten, Joe Mixon. We all got him at ten. So pff, we're all yep. nothing 10, to argue 10, about. 10. Moving on to the next guy. No, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I think Joe Mixon falls into the same category as Austin Eckler for me. I think. If he falls to me in the second round, I'm going to be happy. He's going to be another top 10 running back who's going to have big games, but also disappoint you. And this is, 
This is what you you're you're you need to take ownership of this when you draft Joe Mixon. Because <laughs> it's the Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> this isn't a good team like the Chargers. The Chargers, I think, honestly, no, no. could make the playoffs in a, in a super crazy world. The Cincinnati Bengals, yeah. no, they're they're probably getting an, another top five pick. And then using it retardedly on a wide receiver instead of a fucking offensive lineman. They really didn't do a lot to fix their offensive line or their defense in my mind. They just went draw chase and some other bullshit. And you're like, what the fuck is going on over here right now? I don't like this. But I their offensive line must have been in the weight room. No Giovanni Bernard. Giovanni Bernard's gone. Fucking gone. So no one else is there to take touches. You know, they've got a nasty wide receiver core, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and don't forget about Tyler Boyd. I think everyone overhypes Jamar no, Chase, but don't, don't forget, forget don't forget Tyler Boyd. Oh, yeah. yeah, Tyler Boyd's still there. So, like, you know, they can, again, just like we talked about with uh, the Chargers, they can open the field up, downfield, spread it out. Joe Mixon can get underneath. He is capable of work. I know everyone has got this injury thing on him but that was that was his rookie season that was his last season the two years before number nine number 13 so he's perfectly capable that's in half ppr adam's looking at ppr over there but if it's ppr that's a top 12 both times so that's Mm -hmm. exactly what you're looking for a top 12 running back that you can get in the second round joe mixon boom oh yeah coming in at number 11 jonathan taylor and here's that. Here's another break in running backs because I don't oh, have man. I don't have near as much confidence in guys going down from here. <laughs> but everybody I, but us loves Jonathan Taylor. So go ahead, guys. Shit all over him. All right. So my biggest. All right. So actually, this actually goes back all the way to the beginning of the year, beginning of the actual fiscal year, where what two, fiscal. or three of the I don't know how many how many offensive line did. The Colts lose. Like one of them retired. The we, lost, we lost two. One retired, and we, lost we two of them, and yeah. we uh, one we lost the free agency. Spire. So right yeah. off the right off the bat, before even like the draft even started for the Colts, you know, losing two out of you know two to forty uh, percent essentially of your offensive line, um, and then you know I hate to say this, you're losing Philip Rivers and gaining a sandcastle of a quarterback in Carson Wentz. Already gone. Um, already, which is already gone. Even though there was like some rumbling, he actually might be back for week one. So it was um, <laughs> the the timing of it was at best case scenario five to twelve weeks, right? Mm-hmm. And if he had surgery, we talked. I think we talked about it on the show. If he had surgery like that day, and everything yep. went perfect, he would be there in time for game one. <laughs> and you're like, come on, like this is a no. sandcastle man. He's ginger. He has no soul. Just leave him alone. <laughs> Yeah, so with you know, with a with either Jacob Eason or Sam Ellinger or even Brett Hundley, God forbid, mm-hmm. leading the charge, I don't have any confidence in them moving the ball down the field with a worse offensive line. Oh, yeah. A you know, <clears throat> and you know their season is actually going to be pretty tough for you know going up against Seattle, the Rams. Miami, oh, God. Titans, uh, versus Titans, Baltimore. Yeah, like they're not going to get a break until like no. week six. We um, easily could start zero and five. Easily, one and six. One Yeah, you know, with, I can see that. Yeah, you know, with um, you know, not moving the ball, they'll be down big a lot. And Jonathan Taylor, he could 
he can catch, but he's not. That's like not his forte. Um, this he could possibly be. You know, I have him at number what thirteen for all of us. Like yeah. he could possibly for me, he could possibly be a gnaw candidate for me. Uh-oh. Um, in terms of like almost being a bust, I really hope not. But uh, I don't blame. There's you. a whole lot. There's a whole lot of question marks and doubts in my opinion. Um, in Jonathan Taylor's case, you know, Marlon Mack is also back. Um, nah, that could take away. That it, could take. People are, <laughs> hey, Mac, Mac tore his Achilles. You don't come back from that. Like he's a, you don't come I mean, back he, from that. I mean, I mean, he is. Naeem Hines, on the other hand, yes, he'll snipe every every single fucking target. Mm -hmm. He's gonna cut. I'm just saying, like, don't discount Marlon Mack. He could make a surprise and surprise vulture with some stuff. Um, So I think I think Jonathan Taylor, just like last year, will have a much a significantly better second half. Than the first half because he's in, he's unbelievably talented. You cannot deny him that. And once Car, you know, and once Carson Wentz come back, once the offensive line is healthy, like yeah. that's going to change, and the schedule yeah. will change. Like it will open up. Like he's going to have some really fucking awesome game. I I feel like mm-hmm. if if you went to somebody who took Jonathan Taylor in the first round at like week four or five, you could probably get Jonathan Taylor cheaply at a value yeah yeah and then you would have a much better second half you're gonna you're gonna try it <laughs> you know <laughs> man they're gonna drop his ass because they're gonna be like oh my god he sucks and i'm gonna be like waiting right there and be like ah shit ah. Ah, all, right. Scoop him up. all right you better Scoop hope though all right, all right. You better hope the people in our league weren't listening to this episode because now they are on oh, you. yeah yeah i'm telling you and, I, and at the end yeah, you know jonathan taylor I, I argue we'll finish a top twelve running back, you know, if you because of that talent and that end of season schedule. Uh, rounding out our top twelve, Clyde Edwards Hilaire. This motherfucker oh, burned baby. me, burned me last year, uh, but he burned you good. But I still got to still put him at twelve. Uh, it's Kansas City. It's hard to deny the offense, yeah. and he did end up being a a serviceable right here. Twelve, you know, borderline one, two. You're going to be frustrated a lot, but that's the offense. The offense likes to throw downfield. He's good, but not great. And I think is, is what we're looking at right now. Given, given the sample so far. Yeah. Imagine if they, if they drafted Jonathan Taylor instead, (laughs) Jesus fucking Christ. Talk. Yeah. They, the Tampa would not have won (laughs) last season. Nope. (laughs) Nope. Um, I don't know. I think, um, with uh, his second year into the league, uh, you know, he only scored like five touchdowns last year. Oh, it was is, brutal you know, for a high-powered offense like that. That seems a little low. I think he could. I think he could get to double digits at least. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, that's why he'll finish as a top twelve because he's going to have to regress to the mean. A bunch of fancy, <clears throat> fancy words there. Like he's probably going to end up with 10, 12 touchdowns, which seems reasonable. Oh yeah. Which puts him <clears throat> in this top twelve conversation. It's just whether or not. If he gets those goal line touches, or if they get into an actual goal line scenario, because it seems like they're always scoring from forty yards away because of Kelsey and Hill, so it's like, yeah, <laughs> I think that's what's lost is he's not getting those red zone touches that these guys before him away. do do absolutely one hundred percent get. 
Like they are integral to that offense down in the red zone where I don't think Clyde is. And you know, there's a there's a there's a floating rumor that you know Daryl Williams apparently is been sneaking carries. So this could be like a, you know, we talked about with uh, what the fuck was it? Um, I'll think of it later. But you know, they get two touches. Uh, Daryl Daryl Henderson, they'll get two touches, and somebody else gets the third touch for you know for the for the third down. So like uh, that bullshit. could that could be Clyde. He could just be getting you know two of four potential touches. So. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and this is why we, I've got at number thirteen Najee Harris. You know, I think Let's go. I think the rookie hype hit has been super. It got super overblown because of what we got before. Look at Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, Alvin Kamara, Zeke, Jones, Chubb, Barkley, like Joe Mixon, like Jonathan Taylor, like Jesus fucking Christ. Like talk about the last three years have just been insane running back talent, and I'm starting to wonder mm-hmm. if we're at the, the the tail end of that dominance, and the wide receivers are starting to be more prominent again. You know, it's like it's because there's an ebb and flow in football. You know, like there's a bunch of running backs. And, you know, a few years ago it was, it was the wide receivers. You know, it was OBJ's draft class in 14. Like no one would shut the fuck up about it, but that ended up being like three guys in the end. You know, like when yeah. you look at it on a long period of time, it's actually not many survive. But, uh, you know, Adam, you got Najee at 12, 12. I got him at 13. You know, I'm just the Pittsburgh offensive line isn't nearly as good as some as the other teams that we've been talking about. Although Cincinnati's trash, trash as well. Yeah. For yeah, for uh, for Pittsburgh, at least I trust the scheme that uh, Mike Tomlin always run that that he runs. He always likes to have a workhorse. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Going all the way back to uh, man. I don't remember his name. D'Angelo Williams. Oh man. D'Angelo Williams. Or oh, something, yeah. Something. yeah. Right before, uh, you know, Le'Veon Bell was there. Um, they, he always liked to use one efficient, hardcore, uh, running back. And, you know, Najee Harris checks all the boxes of being, you know, big boy, yeah. hard, hard, uh, Alabama. Hard runner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially, <laughs> if you can, you know, especially from Alabama. Alabama um, man, I was watching some South Park on my mini vacation, <laughs> and that's one of like, the fake toy commercials they did. Yeah, um, I mean, look at the pedigree of Alabama running backs: Nick Chubb, Derrick Henry. Like yeah. they produce running backs, so good on them. Straight up, I could say, yeah, I'm, I'm all about that. Yeah, the only concern that I would have with Najee Harris specifically is not even him himself; yeah. is whether or not Big Ben yeah. has an, another year left in him. Uh, they said. You know everything's fine, but you know he's 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 pushing forty. Uh, and think about point, right? the rest of that you know division. You know all of those running backs made our top fifteen: Nick Chubb, Joe Mixon, Najee Harris, J.K. Dobbins, coming in at fifteen mm-hmm. for our consensus. Well, technically tied with David Montgomery, but you know that's a run pound defense of league. The Cleveland Browns are legit. Baltimore's a legit yes, team. Yes, they are. You know. Uh, Cincinnati can oh, fucking nice surprise job. you. Their defense is still trash, but they they can fucking score. They have a legitimate offense. So like, that's a tough fucking division, and I can see the Steelers getting the shit end of the stick. One hundred percent. And you know, and that depends on yeah. game game script. You know, if they start getting behind, is Najee Harris a pass catching back? Not really. I don't I don't know him to be like that comparatively mm-hmm. to guys we've been talking about above him. So you know, that I think that that limits that upside. Whereas, you know, Joe Mixon is on a trash team, but he can catch the ball, so he's gonna get yep. fifty targets for sure. 
because the team sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Um, you know, like, you know, so let's round it out. Antonio Gibson coming at number 14, JK Dobbins at 15. You know, we, I got burned by Antonio Gibson last year, so maybe I'm pushing him down too far. You There's... gave up. You, all right. So you gave up on Antonio Gibson the, the week, week before. before. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. 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 So I think it was like week, I think it was like week nine you gave up on him because I'm looking at the play log right now yeah but um at, right after he got hurt he smashes with 22 points another seven motherfucker points, 36 point game and then he gets hurt so you didn't have to worry about him the rest of the Same year shit. but i feel like him coming into the second year of this team um now with a legitimate quarterback with ryan fitzpatrick mm-hmm. uh, instead of who was it kyle allen i don't even remember it was everyone uh, alex smith kyle yeah, allen alex dwayne smith. haskins uh, fucking trash yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah, like absolute well, yeah, trash have, yeah we're not gonna have quarterbacks <laughs> that just like to dump it to uh jd mckissick for 20 times a game you know he's uh you know with ryan fitzpatrick he likes to throw it down the field and he'll check down when needed and antonio gibson will be that guy oh yeah um <clears throat> and with an improved offense i think they'll you know moving the, the ball down the field a lot easier oh. more often hella good um, defense be, hella good defense and yeah don't forget like washington defense they have oh. they, could, they could possibly finish them number one number one defense for this year uh, hey uh, even though that's so Patriots good. beat them in preseason baby let's get it but you know what yeah <laughs> well again you know that we talked about game scripts Young was whooping that ass you know antonio gibson can catch the ball so if they're down he can stay on the field if they're up oh. with that awesome defense they're gonna pound the ball he can pound the ball you know remember, remember last year he also had turf toe he was battling an injury on a garbage team so you know i think okay. of anyone from like between 10 to 15 that that could make a top 10 or like super surprise us you know as that mm-hmm. like late round guy it's probably antonio gibson yeah because it's not jk dobbins it. because you know he's neutered by lamar jackson Thanks, Baltimore. Yeah, J- <laughs> yeah. J.K. Dobbins, um, man, I I know he's getting a lot of praise right now. I just, I just don't. I might not. I might. Me. I might not him again, like I did last year. Not him. Ooh. Remember, I not all those committees. Jonathan Taylor, yeah. fucking everybody. everybody. I, I was right. It. I was one hundred percent right. Like, all of them. Yeah. <laughs> like, not only is he gonna be sharing with J.K. or uh, with uh, Lamar Jackson, there's been a lot of hype. Well, like quite hype, I would say, with uh, Gus Edwards. Like you know, he just got re-signed to the team, and he's gonna have a large Gus Bus. Yeah, <laughs> the Gus Bus is oh, insane. Audio for me, I love it. Like he's <laughs> like Gus Edwards isn't going away. He's just gonna be like the annoying side running back that will take a touchdown away from you for oh yeah whatever. Yeah. So it's, you know, Baltimore is almost like a almost a running back by committee approach. To oh, for sure. To be honest, so it's for him. It's he scares me a lot. I'm for me. I'm probably not going to draft Dobbins because I don't like that uncertainty with running backs. He's the RB two for Baltimore. So you're drafting the RB two yeah. for Baltimore in the in you know in a, like a third round situation. Like I don't like that. That's gross. No second two oh nine. Ill. But bar from my mouth. Ew. No. No. Like that's why that's why I put him in the back oh, half. I'm I, passing up on that. I still feel like he's going to get significant touches, probably in the two hundred, the low two hundreds, like two hundred to two thirty, if he's lucky. You know, because mm-hmm. 
Lamar does need to throw the ball, and he and Lamar can't take 230 touches like J.K. Dobbins can. So yeah, I don't know. That's why he ends up being top 15. But you know, he's not a pass catcher. You know, that's not what they do. <laughs> like mm-hmm. that—that's what Mark Andrews does. So, <laughs> and they and they have no wide receivers. Yeah. Apparently, they're all fucking injured. So it's it's they're gonna have to run a lot, and that's that's why he ends up being 15. But you're not you're you're not gonna be happy about it. And I think you should avoid him. He might be a nah again for me. He might be my nah. <laughs> now I think about. Now sure. I think about. Well, there you go, guys. That rounds up our top fifteen. Um, just I'll read them off real quick. Uh, the the rest of the who's who coming at sixteen: David Montgomery of Chicago, Chris Carson of Seattle, Kareem, Kareem Hunt of <laughs> Cleveland. So there's the RB two for Cleveland. Like we still, he's gonna get those touches. You know, in the passing work. Oh man, Josh Jacobs coming in at nineteen, like he got annihilated. Like he did not look good last year. Uh, he had he had ups he had ups and downs, a lot of downs because of that offense of play calling. And then you know when they brought in Canyon uh, Drake, Kenyon Drake, yeah, um, it's just like well, there goes all of his upside. Yeah, like, it, it goes, <laughs> there goes his roof. Yeah. Um, so it's it's really hard for me to recommend Josh Jacobs super duper oh, high now. Pass. Um, I'll take him as like a running back three, but oof. Here's my problems once you, once you get into this territory. Like you got you got David Montgomery and Chris Carson starting in the third round. I like I like those guys. And with today's yeah. news of Miles Gaskin, he's dead. He was the only other guy in the fourth round. But like that's it. Like that's all the running backs because it's pure unadulterated trash from that point on. Like. And you know I'm gonna pick up. And all you're them. gonna pick up all of them. You know, <laughs> coming at twenty, DeAndre Swift, uh, Miles Sanders didn't even make our list. No, Mike Davis. No, James Robinson. No, Daryl Henderson. That's right. No, Travis Etienne. No, Raheem Morris. No, Chase Edmonds. No, Javonta Williams. No, Melvin Gordon. None of them. None of them. They're all like that's what you get from four through five through six. Like it's it's trash. And like I feel like you need to take a couple good running backs early. And then that's when you pound the wide receiver position this year. Just there's so many, Mm -hmm. I think next, I think next week the debate for top 15 is going to be harder because I think there's so many guys who could make that list because they have some potential this year. Oh yeah. But that's Evan's specialty. So I guess we'll find out. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll be all up in that studio. There you go, guys. So, next, wide receivers. so next week we'll be wide receivers, and we're going to do a mock draft, and then it's bia or nah. And then it's the fucking season, folks. Whoop. We're right fucking there. Like three, four weeks out. Spicy, spicy. As always, you can e- email us at fourthanddirty at gmail.com, just like Stevie did today. We'll answer any of your questions. I gave her a much longer question. Uh, I took some screenshots, sent her some stuff. So, you know, like if you have questions like that, that's definitely, you know, how we can answer those. You know, obviously yeah, yeah. for the show, we got to do a little bit shorter ones. Um, you know, we're on all the social medias, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Fourth and Dirty. We're on all this, the podcast platforms, Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, at Fourth and Dirty. Evan, where can we find oh, you yeah. at, baby? You can find me on the wonderful Twitter and Instagram at AdamMedic96 and Facebook. Adam, how about you, baby? You can find me both on the gram and Twitter, both hand- handles Atom1241. You can find me on all those places as well, at Madonna Jesse, at Jesse Madonna. See you next week!